0: So
1: my new Tesla doesn't have AM stations. You can't listen to AM radio in the new Tesla. Oh, oh that's boy, not a good sign. Thanks, for,
2: Elon. After all the nice things we've said about you,
1: doesn't help me in my way to make a living. That you don't even see it's worth putting in there. I mean, how much space would that have taken up to put in the old AM band?
2: Space. It's all the uh, you know microchips.
1: Yeah. Hey, Just you know what? F you, Elon.
2: F you, dude. We've been standing up for the Hyperloop? SpaceX? We've been pimping Teslas? We said, we said, we said, why did I
1: do that? We said it wasn't a big deal that you were smoking pot on the, uh, right. the podcast.
2: Now, granted, we're on FM stations, too, and we should be on more. Yes. Um, we should be on a lot more. But, dude. God dang it. All, I expect my enemies to come at me. AM is kind of the equivalent of the telegram. Very useful, you mean? <laughs> in getting information don't
1: across? Do we still have that clip about AM radio? That's what we need. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's the... Come on. Yes, so with the God, I can't believe the Teslas don't have AM radio. I would actually hate that. I listen to AM a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, so that would that would not be cool for me to not have AM in my car. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't dig that. In fact, that'd be a deal breaker for me. Um
2: AM radio is a viable and modern source for news and entertainment.
3: See? That's true. What he said. Timing.
1: Got a town in Virginia where they're going to make it illegal to trick-or-treat if you're 13 or older. <laughs> we have mocked for a long time the older kids who still go trick-or-treating. Yeah. 13's kind of young. You could have a youngish 13-year-old that'd be, they'd think that was fine. It's about around the age where I thought this isn't cool for me to be doing anymore. Right.
2: I will tell you this: having raised three children through teenagerhood, well, one's still nineteen, but um, and the ca- the caveat being, you must be polite. No sullen, demanding teenagers, no. please. And that no, how about sucks. The, how
1: about the costume? No costume whatsoever. Gotta have a costume. Yeah, exactly.
2: That's the second caveat. Having said that, and observing my kids. They didn't want to let their childhoods go Who does? quite that fast, and they wanted to get together with their friends and do what had been special to them since they were three years old. And I hadn't realized that till I raised kids. It wasn't lust for candy, although that factored in a little bit. It was holding on to their childhoods, sure. Um, and you know, and but they always put on an effing costume. I'll tell you that making it a law is ridiculous. I hate to, you know, stand up from my chair that I sit in and shout, get off my lawn, you know, and have it snatched out from beneath me. So I'll, I will point out, you better have a costume, you delinquent. <laughs> and then
1: you just make some sort of noise.
2: Right. <laughs> 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 it, it, the, no, the noise your, is up
1: to you. To punctuate your statement. Which,
2: <laughs> old guy, no, insert old guy noise, which reminds me, I've seen actual uh, movie scripts that have in the midst of the action um your line is orgasm sound of your choice i mean because they don't oh, say my oh, my uh, just, oh, is, oh 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 my god this is mine <laughs> that's mine <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: that's
2: what i do every time oh boy oh boy you know hi <laughs> that's a really good one that was a double yeah I wish I hadn't brought it up. <laughs> I wish you hadn't either. Yeah. Oh boy, in these divided times we can all agree that was a bad idea. <laughs> so you got you know, it's funny we were talking about a return to the magical thinking of the Middle Ages where you reject fact and you call it heresy. Oh man, I read a great who wrote that? It was an it was an absolutely wonderful comparison of a lot of What's said about uh, going against politically correct thinking in the super progressive social justice warrior thing and how it's exactly like the accusations of heresy in the Middle Ages. If you dare go against the church like a Copernicus or a Galileo or whatever with facts, the the verbiage is almost the same. They just use slightly different words to persecute you and and they will never address your arguments. Um, It's it's. The act the the uh, story is that to even confront those arguments with counter arguments would be joining in the heresy, so you don't even do it. So I f- thought that was hmm. interesting. But so we were talking about you know the return to Middle Ages style illogic, and you got this typhus outbreak in Southern California spread by fleas. So flea born typhus is uh, is exploding, uh, particularly in Long Beach. Uh, sounds crazy. I've never heard of it. Health officials, nine cases in downtown L.A., 12 Long Beach, 20 in Pasadena, 59 in L.A. County. Uh, makes humans sick. Um, it's a feral rats, possums, and cats carry the disease, but it was uh, more a vestige of the past than the modern day. It's like having the Black Plague come back. It's a little disturbing. Yeah. Has, has Have we peaked? Tell you what, it's so useful to study history. Egypt went from the most modern empire on Earth to, you know, ooching around camels, you know, trying to grow crap in the sand. The Roman Empire. Sure. Civilizations regress. It's chilling, isn't it? Who yeah. knows? Who yeah. knows? Oh yeah, we'll all be sitting around in mud huts, picking fleas off each other soon. No running water, no turlets. I know when I visited Bath, England, and you,
1: uh, they've got such a inventor of there,
2: rolling around in water to get clean.
1: <laughs> they've they've still got all the stuff there that the Romans built two thousand years ago, and just the amazing sophistication of the the baths and the toilets and the sewer system and everything like that. And you think all that went away, and people went back to pooping on the ground, right? And and dying from the diseases of it for hundreds of years. For like a thousand years. Right.
2: Right. It's yeah, it's incredible. And is this how it starts? Is there a single species on earth other than Homo sapiens that regresses? I don't think so. Like chimps forget how to eat grapes. I don't think wolves have gotten a whole lot better or worse. They just stay the same. Well, right. It's not like they forgot how to hunt caribou from, you know, the year uh, 1102 through 1480.
1: Crocodiles didn't have cell phones for a while and then lost that. (laughs) Went back to what they are now.
2: Right. Exactly. Crocodiles walked upright and conversed in multiple languages (laughs) for quite some time. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Oh, well. You know, it's how terrified would you be? I mean, if you were not a thinking man uh, or woman, you might just be excited. But how terrified would you be closing the door of your time machine behind you and getting ready to vault forward 500 years?
1: Wow. What what do you think would be the most likely thing? Of oh, course, where am I landing? I could land in the middle of Africa today, and I would think, oh, my God.
2: What's happened? Yeah. Uh, I, well, for the purposes of the discussion, right back here. Okay. Uh, wherever here is for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, who knows? I, I mean. It could, could be, be the wo- Jetsons. It
1: could be people yeah. flying around. It could and,
2: be wonders undreamed of. Uh-huh. People with little fins for hands. Big heads. Right, or big fins and little heads. You don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or, or it could be a beyond a dystopian nightmare. Yeah, it could be a tribe in loin cods with sticks that immediately set to beating you. Right. Or you might just land in a bunch of lava. That'd be the worst. <laughs> that would be a brief and really unenjoyable sojourn into the future. So if
1: you have a time machine, you only well, get Well, I'm on fire. <laughs> you have a time machine, you only get to choose
2: one. Do you go forward or back? I'd go back to next Tuesday and not bet on the Yankees. Um, I, mm, wow, what a great question. Is it? Forward, yes. Okay.
1: I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure. I think I'd probably yeah. go with unknown, you know, show up somewhere where I kind of have an idea what it'd be like to, to observe it.
2: I, I, yeah. Oh, boy. I, I would say my, my premise, my discussion would m- really motivate me maybe to go back. How about, although, I would go forward 30 years. I don't imagine the tribes and loincloths or the lava will be a thing.
1: Yeah, 500 years would be just a little too blow your mind. You couldn't handle it. But 30 years would be interesting. And I just, you know, I was going to say, look at a daily newspaper. I guarantee you there won't be any newspapers in 30 years. Um, uh, But to take in the information of the day in whatever manner people are taking in and try to figure out what's going on. Mm. I wouldn't want to go too far forward where I'm just a, a... at the bottom of the technological
3: food chain, all of a sudden, right? Like
1: where because you're I, like a caveman. Yeah. but you of today are like a caveman. Yeah, like if
3: I took a Bic lighter and went back in time to a certain scenario, I'm a wizard. I'm a I'm the sure. most <laughs> most powerful person they have ever experienced. Right. The inverse could also be true if I go forward yeah. far enough. You'd be my, like a goldfish. I show them my iPhone and they're like, "What is that paperweight?" We
1: collide atoms with our minds <laughs> for some
3: reason. <laughs>
2: You wouldn't understand. No, you wouldn't, Simpleton. They'd probably put you in a cage and poke you with sticks, put you on display.
1: So many of our segments sound like three high guys having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. this one
2: certainly has.
1: At the most, it's only one. If you had a time machine, would you go forward or
2: back, dude? Oh, my God, man. I'm only high on breakfast blend coffee this morning. All right, where were we? What are we doing? What what is our purpose here?
1: We've been playing music from people that have been nominated to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, including John Prine. Here, um, we mentioned that Harvey Weinstein might get off. That's a uh, really disappointing. Uh, we could look into that more thoroughly if we wanted to. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, boy, that'd be a setback for the Me Too movement, wouldn't it? He freaking walks. Oh, my God. Uh, Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The
2: conscience of the nation. The
0: Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: says that you know when
0: they go low we go high. no no when they go low
2: we kick em. kick them get in your face run them out of gas stations yeah, that's what this new democratic party
1: is about Now, okay. that was eric holder who was the attorney general i i hate hearing somebody as prominent as him say that michelle got michelle's on tv right there she's got a new book out i think uh, she got beat up by people on the right who are going to beat up anything the Obamas say. When she said that, oh, yeah, look at this, look at this. But I liked the fact that somebody in a prominent position was saying that's what we should do. She was expressing an ideal. Yeah, There's nothing exactly. wrong with that. No, no. And that, that should be the ideal. And and the leaders of both sides should be expressing that ideal. Yeah. Hillary Clinton, in back to back days with Eric Holder, saying, no, 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 we're going to get even dirtier. That's how we'll win. While it might be true and realistic, that's not what you want your leaders saying. Mm -hmm.
2: I think it reflects a Hillary-esque, meaning totally poor, understanding of Trump. The reason Trump gets away with a lot of what he does is that he's goofy. People just put up with the goofy quadrant of his personality. In order to get the uh, you know the more substantive stuff, judges et cetera, nobody thinks Eric Holder is a kooky nut. I don't, and I realize that's an odd defense, but these are odd times. I don't know. I'm it's time to start paying attention
1: to baseball for me now that you're down to the final four. It's pretty exciting. Everybody in the world wants a uh, Red Sox Dodgers. I want a Brewers Astros. But um, I don't know if this guy is going to get to umpire uh, this round or the World Series. But this particular umpire. Gotten got beat up on ESPN the other night, and there's some about that. Should you call out umpires this much on sports broadcasts? With a former baseball player saying this guy is horrible, horrible. They need to do something about him. Is it he Needs to be kicked Angel
2: out- Hernandez.
1: Is that his name? Uh, yeah,
2: the, yeah. I've Who heard had, him called the worst umpire in baseball.
1: He had three calls overturned in one game.
2: I think it was three out of four.
1: <laughs> three in one game. Yeah. Where they go to the tape and say, nah, you got that wrong.
2: And it was first base, too. And, and some of those plays are very, very close, but.
1: I'm, I'm against the. I don't like it in any of the sports. It slows it down, and, and I don't like it, but apparently everybody's it's just. It's important we that, get it
2: right, Jack. Is, is this it, is the postseason. Is it? Like,
1: uh, I don't get into
2: what it. What about just, the sanctity of the game? I think it
1: ruins the TV show, which is what it is for me. Some exciting happens. Ah, oh, it might not be true. So we'll wait around 15 minutes later. It is true. Yay. I guess I'm still excited. I don't know. Yes, I don't even it's remember. A
2: second chance for excitement.
3: I don't even remember Or bitter happening.
2: disappointment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite are in the football games or like the Buccaneers or something. They got the touchdown cannons that go off, right? So they go through the whole thing. Cannons go off, confettis in the air. You no, got a pirate running around. Right? Yeah, no, no, uh, the plays under official review.
2: The uh, touchdown does not stand. All right. There you go. I like the drama, though, of when the the, uh, the the crew chief, the umpire crew chief, takes off his headphones and simply gives the fist out. And what no! oh, everybody goes crazy. It's the drama, the suspense. I think baseball gets it right a lot better than football. They try to keep it quick, but I know you're against it. You're a <laughs> fundamentalist. Slows it down. And I like the human element, whatever that means. I dislike the human element. I'd like to see robots playing. Robots facing off against robots with robot umpires. I ought to just watch those robot war shows. Do you think the Saudis
1: had 15 guys show up there to that building, grab that guy, kill him, and cut him into pieces and take him out of the country? Yes. Wow. Man, that is some hard ball.
2: Yeah. right there. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Cuz holy cow. I, uh, the original account of the 15 uh, Saudi diplomats showing up, I thought well there are a number of possible explanations for that, but it turns out that they showed up that day two separate flights from two different places, then left that afternoon and went back to various spots around the Middle East. They were just there for a few hours. Happened to be the hour Mr. Khashoggi so showed they came up, up never a, to be seen again.
1: So they came up with an old-fashioned mob-style. Let's just rub him out, cut him up into pieces, yeah. and take him out in suitcases. Tell quiet. them we're
2: going to have a meeting in the restaurant, except it's you got to fill out the paperwork to marry this girl. Yeah, yeah, and chopped him into pieces and dumped him in various spots around Turkey. I'd imagine. Wow. Or they flew home with him in his carry in the uh, carry-ons. I'm, and I'm I'm not trying to be facetious. It's a right. horrible story mm-hmm. of an oppressive government that happens to be our buddy, but you know, I don't know if you've ever if you've ever had part of your life be even, you know, maybe you're involved, maybe you're at the periphery of it, but friends who are dangerous. Have you ever had dangerous friends? Um you get it. Saudi Arabia is a very dangerous friend, um, but they're more our friend than Iran is.
0: Uh, I had
1: one, and similar to Saudi Arabia, he reached a point where he, it was way beyond, you don't even want to talk to a guy who's willing to do that, mm-hmm. and we may be there with Saudi Arabia, I don't know. Lindsey Graham says we might be.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love Lindsey, I disagree with him on foreign policy a lot, but... um, Anyway, yeah, we'll see. Uh, The statement by the president, who gave a rambling, uh, like, half-hour-long interview on Fox & Fiends this morning, and they asked him some hardcore questions. They asked him some gotcha, super-headline-generating-type questions. Okay, I haven't heard that. It was not a softball fest at all. Uh, He dodged them all. Mm. Um, In the way that uh, a president probably should when it's delicate matters of foreign policy. Mm. But he did say some pretty hardcore stuff about, I am not happy about this. This is not good. This is not cool. We're looking into it. But I am not happy.
1: Well, was it Pompeo
2: yesterday or Lindsey
1: Graham? Pompeo! Might have been Pompeo, the Secretary of State, who said, it shows contempt for our relationship. Right, we're going to do this, and you're going to put up with it. That's what they're saying.
2: Right now, uh, Mr. Khashoggi was not a U.S. citizen, but he was a resident of the U.S. and he worked for the Wapo. And you know, I don't know. He's a human being. There's that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll we'll see what the White House has to say about it. I suspect very, very strongly they hate Iran.
1: They got a lot of our weapons. If it ever got super ugly in the Middle East, they're on our side with our weapons.
2: Right. So I suspect very, very strongly that Mr. Khashoggi and his disappearance will vanish into the sands of time, no pun intended. And we will put up with it because there are much greater things at stake.
1: And Tom Friedman wrote in the New York Times months ago that because he sat down with MBS and said... I have some hope for this guy," he said. "But I've been fooled many times before." Yeah, he was he was rel- relatively skeptical going in. Turns out, I think he was right to be.
2: Well, if you're not a brutal dictator, you're not going to reform Saudi Arabia. You've got to be
0: both, which is kind of a you know a nasty reality. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? the lives. You've been talking about what a Washington Post reporter told Armstrong and Getty about the missing Saudi journalists.
1: Okay, that's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The bell. Let's jump to the news are on the Armstrong and Getty Show with Marshall Phillips.
0: Well, the Washington Post reports U.S. intelligence intercepted Saudi Arabian officials' uh, communications which implicate the Saudis, the highest levels, with the disappearance of the missing Saudi journalist, Jamal Khashoggi.
1: So we're spying on our ally, which we spy on all our allies. Mm-hmm. they spy on us. Sure, yeah. But we didn't go to him just behind the scenes and say, look, hey, MBS, we picked this up. We know you were planning on yeah. snuffing this guy or capturing him or something, so what? good. No, we announced it in the Washington Post. Well, somebody did. I'm starting to get it. Somebody leaked. Could have leaked, not on purpose, you're
2: saying. Well, no. It wasn't a plan. Oh, right, exactly. It was just a guy who was pissed leaked it.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to get a talk with the Post national security reporter Shane Harris this morning about the new information that found There was a
1: plan before Jamal went missing in the consulate in Istanbul to try and actually lure him back to Saudi Arabia where he would be detained uh, and possibly interrogated uh, and that this was approved at the highest levels of the Saudi government by the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman of whom uh, Jamal Khashoggi had been a pretty outspoken critic
0: The 59-year-old Khashoggi writes for the Post and went missing last week when he went to the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, Turkey to get paperwork that he needed to get married. My point, which I made fairly poorly, was
2: that you have leaks that are just a a pissed-off employee who wants something known. And sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's not. And then you have leaks that are, well, we don't want to say this publicly because that would really up the ante diplomatically. But we're going to let everybody know what we know. That are part of you know the foreign policy establishment that Pompeo would have approved it you know at right. all yeah
1: MBS could just be another different Middle Eastern dictator he could just be another he's just a different guy that found a way I'm going to be in charge of this country he's a young guy this is going to be my
2: country now yeah and I'm going to be the big swing
1: Richard of this area
2: his reformist moves might merely be show to quiet down the population who knows or he might be sincere and uh, uh, you know a realist. Who, like I was saying a couple of minutes ago, you must be an iron-fisted dictator to be a reformer the in ki- the Middle East, or it'll get completely out of control.
1: I think he's just a, th- a different thug, but the kind it's of guy—the th- kind of guy that decides I need to have the world's greatest painting, yacht, and house—is is not focused primarily on making <laughs> this a better country for all. What are you going to park
2: out front of the world's greatest house, Jack? Some sort of half-ass boat? What are you going to hang on the wall of the world's greatest yeah. house? The world's second greatest painting? Right! What What's the matter with you? It's obvious. It's a set. Uh, by, the, by the way, you can hear oh, the... Oh, let's in- get
0: some cheap towels. No! You're going to get the world's greatest towels. By the way, you can hear the entire interview with Shane Harris by going to armstrongandgetty.com. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi says trying to force President Trump to release his tax returns will be one of the first things Democrats do. Oh,
1: that's right. I'd forgotten about this. Go ahead. I interrupted you. I got so excited like a little kid.
0: One of the first things Democrats (laughs) do. (laughs) Dad, 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 dad. If they win
1: back the majority. Which committee is it? One of your committees, if the Democrats control it, can force. They
0: think forced the president to reveal his taxes. Under a 1924 IRS provision, she says. Some sort of uh, oversight,
1: the oversight committee, maybe? Yeah, ah. it's uh, one of your federal something or
0: other. So, yeah.
1: But, um, uh, but the Democrats control it. They yeah. could get Trump's taxes.
2: That's a pretty big deal. Number one, that has nothing to do with Americans' lives. No. And what we need as a country, mm. our national security, no. people's pocketbooks, Absolutely not. education, of course not. agriculture, all that is good is whole and holy. In no Nothing way. to do with that. No <laughs> way! Does that relate to those things? On the other hand, I'd sure as hell like to know what's in them.
0: <laughs> Pelosi did an interview with the San Francisco Chronicles editorial board. and In the interview, she also claimed that the election were held today... The Democrats would win control of the House and she would return as Speaker. I don't, <laughs> that's exciting. There's
1: hardly anybody doubting that they're going to take the House, right? right? I mean, that's just the way politics works. You, you have a, bit ex, a big expenditure of, of angst and excitement by right. one party and you win the White House and then you kind of, the pressure valve has been released and the other party builds up because they think the country's being ruined by Obama or Clinton or Bush or whatever. Right. That's just the way it works.
2: And we go back and forth and back and forth and get
0: $21 trillion in debt. And the lawyer milks the cow. Right. The Catholic Diocese of Sacramento getting ready to release the names of priests accused of sexual abuse. Staff members currently going through the personnel files of over 2,000 priests in the last 50 years, and they intend to release the list sooner rather than later. The diocese includes 20 counties in Northern California and oversees a million Catholics in the region. Mm. Sacramento is following the uh, church's uh, release about more priests in San Diego, San Jose, and a number of other locations around California. And it is on. Senator Feinstein and challenger Kevin DeLeon are agreeing to be on the same stage and answer questions from a moderator. The two Democrats are going to appear at an event in San Francisco on October the 17th. It's going to be hosted by the Public Policy Institute of California. If
1: I'm him, I try to make
2: her look old.
0: Ageism.
1: I think that's what I do.
2: I don't think he's going to have to try really hard. She's very, very old. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You just look for opportunities to make her look old. And we, Which, got... like
0: you said, what would you have to do? <laughs> yeah, right. And we've got it's like t- looking for opportunities to make an <laughs> elephant look big. And we've got new testing that shows jewelry loaded with the toxic jewelry, like the the, the Jews of jewelry. The
1: country? Sounded like you said jewelry. Wow, wow, you got shiny
0: to... things that one would wear to adorn their bodies. Excellent. Now, uh, the new testing shows that the like uh, my
2: many piercings
0: go on. That the jewelry is loaded with the toxic metal cadmium, and it's being sold by national retailers, including Ross, Nordstrom Rack, and Papaya the testing was done for the center uh, by the center for environmental health and they showed some of the stuff sold uh, with women's apparel was nearly pure cadmium turns out that exposure to the stuff can cause cancer and reproductive harm good lord yep tests were done on jewelry sold in the san francisco bay area where was this stuff manufactured do we know that i do not have that information great scott that's terrible And one last note, I don't know if you've heard, but LeBron James is taking a lot of heat for saying his kids drink wine and Mad is taking notice. Mothers Against Drunk Driving weighed in on Twitter saying, we still have a long way to go to educate parents about dangers of underage drinking. Oh, shut up. Yeah, it came after James told reporters the other day, his boys ages 14 and 11 drink whatever dad and mom is having.
1: Which in every other country they do, and they seem to be just fine.
0: There
3: you go. I also don't imagine the LeBrons are ones that are necessarily tying one on every night. So
2: Obviously. <laughs> right. Well, and then getting behind the wheel. I mean, that's uh, right. rather a that, that, large The whole thing is stupid. Yeah.
0: At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
2: <laughs> on the other hand, they have a number of people in their employee whose sole job is to get them on the news. And they did. Yep. So win for them. They probably drink to that.
1: Some <laughs> Troy <Celebratory> drink. <laughs> You think? (laughs) The petering out coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The
2: conscience of the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: We have played Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The, nominee. the, cure. the cure. That's what I thought. And Love the Cure. You gave Stevie Nicks no love today. I don't today. care what the disease is. I just love the cure. You gave Stevie Nicks no love today, I noticed. She, she was a nominee. She
0: got one song earlier. did? Yeah. Okay. Did she? I missed
2: that one somehow. Edge of
0: 17, yeah.
2: Lovely gal. Sings like a goat. but some people like that. I think this is called vibrato. <laughs> <laughs> Sings like a goat. <clears throat> Made a career of it. Of course, I sing like a cat somebody stepped on, so who am I to talk? Um, America's obesity is threatening national security. What now? According to a new study. I've had five cookies today. You want to know why? (laughs) Why? Because somebody made them and brought them to
1: work. Yes. You know how many cookies I would have eaten if nobody brought them to work? How many? Zero.
3: Mm. Follow-up question. Who do you blame in this scenario? That means I've
2: got the intellect of like a squirrel. (laughs) Certainly the self-control of a hungry dog. Right. A hungry exactly. Labrador retriever. Exactly. Which is to say, 24 hours a day, a Labrador retriever. It's pretty well known at this point that just under 30% of Americans aged 17 to 24, which is prime age to join the Army, are not eligible to join. About 30%. Beyond that, almost a third of those who sit down with a recruiter to take the first steps are immediately disqualified because of their weight. What percent? <laughs> About a third, just under a third.
1: What's interesting about that is, okay, it's one thing if you got a bunch of people that aren't eligible, well, they weren't going to join anyway. These are people that wanted to join. It's actually a slightly
2: higher number, yeah. A
1: third of people who actually, this is what I want to do, can't do it. Right. Just from when you sit down, they look at you and say, nah, you can't be in the military. Yeah. I keep thinking of a John Candy from Stripes. You got what? 10 week training program that's perfect for me.
2: Uh, out of all the reasons we have that future soldiers disqualify, the largest 31% is obesity, according to Major General Frank Muth. Wow, whose name in German means courage, interestingly enough.
1: Yeah, I'm against lowering standards, but at some point you might have to change the standards just so you can have enough people. A
2: freshly published study, Unhealthy and Unprepared, is the title. Concludes that America's rising numbers of overweight youths are going to have real impacts on the military's ability to maintain effectiveness. Uh, you've got to get that message out because our concern is what happens when that percentage that qualify potentially goes down further or if the obesity number starts to go up. You're going to have to you're
1: gonna have to have lower the standards or change the standards. You're just well, going have have to have
2: to lower your enemy's standards, too. Hey, don't chase after us because we're really fat and we're out of breath. Each side gets two timeouts. Right. They get to, in, in, what, in what dream world are you living, Jack, where you can just lower your standards? In what dream world
1: are you living in where you, the government can announce you need to be more fit and people think, oh, okay, I won't eat as much. When you're motivated by, especially at that age, I want to be as attractive as possible to find a mate. You're oh. so motivated by that all day, every day of your
2: life. And if that ain't enough. Well, you were, but modern kids aren't because there's so many hormones in the water. <laughs> and if every Everybody's asexual. And if
1: looking good for selfies and getting laid isn't enough to motivate you to, to be fit, the government saying you should isn't going to do the trick. Somebody get me the San
2: Antonio Frogs Alex Jones clip, please. <laughs> please. This is a problem. Uh study uh, was taken undertaken by researchers. Uh, r- uh, uh, by what's I'd like
1: s- to stop ISIS, but I'm too
2: fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a robe to battle because they couldn't make a uniform for me. Wow. One solution they found was institutionalized fitness and nutrition programs in schools to ensure that kids grow up with healthy habits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Huh. Uh, let's see. 29% of young Americans with high school diplomas, no criminal record, no chronic medical issues, um, just Oh, oh I see. Of the 29% of Americans who have all those things, 17% would be qualified and available for active duty. Only 17%, 13% would be would qualify be available and achieve a satisfactory score on the armed forces qualification to Well, the long and short of it is they're having real trouble finding people who qualify.
1: The good news, and this is weird good news, but the rest of the world is catching up to us. Ah. In turn, as they get more and more westernized and more fast food and right. whatever it is that's causing this, yeah, and yeah. I'm not as sure as I used to be what is causing it, but whatever is causing it, uh, the rest of the world's catching up to. So pretty soon, China will be fat, and we'll all be equal, be a bunch of fat
2: guys. It's going to take a while to fat in China. They got oh, yeah. a lot yeah. of people there, yeah. so we're slowly China. just
3: cholesterol fat. bombing the rest of the, the world. Exactly,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you can't uh, beat them, fatten them. Uh, I've been in tiny little Mexican towns where they have the little, uh, what what do you call a little store? There's a charming term for it in Mexico. I can't remember. Um, but they're full of American fast food and Sodi Pop and, and Ho-Hos and Twinkies and the rest of it. And the number, it used to be that nobody was fat in these little towns. There's chubby people all over the place. Um, they also mentioned, absolutely worth mentioning, um, that uh, the recruitable... Oh, as the recruitable population has declined so has interest in serving in the military. I would suggest to you that defending the country, beating back Nazis, saving freedom is more attractive to young patriots than never ending police actions in sand countries which have increasingly um, apparent uh, psychological problems, never mind the physical injuries.
1: The government could do a better job of selling military service I don't know if they're going to get people to be thinner, but you could sell the importance of Military Take care of your veterans
2: a little bit
3: better, too. Yeah, good one, Sean. I say final. You say thoughts? Final thoughts.
2: Final thoughts. Thoughts are getting. are getting. That had kind of a
1: drill sergeant y feel to it. Yes. That's an excellent point, Sean. If your dad or grandpa got screwed by the VA, yeah. no, you're not going to join. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a
2: final thought from everybody. Put a nice little bow on the show. Michelangelo, your final thought? All right. Charo and Howie
0: Mandel have just arrived at the White House. (laughs) They're going to meet with Trump, Kanye West, and Kid Rock today. Global warming is the topic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Michael. Wow. Positive
3: Sean, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, it's never too late to keep adding stuff to your bucket list. Today I added, get hired by MAD and respond to everything said with all drink to that until I get fired.
2: That <laughs> is now in my bucket list. Wow. Nice. Uh,
0: Marshall, final thought for well, us. Well, I tell you, we live in exciting times. The Mega Millions jackpot is now the ninth largest jackpot in U.S. history. Go! $548 million. <laughs> And remember, my friends, if you don't play, you yeah. can't win. And if you do play, you can't win. <laughs> Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share?
1: Every once in a while in your life, you come across something that's mind-blowing. And this uh, realization that we as a culture have abandoned fact, have abandoned science, on the left and right, at the highest levels, academics, and very at the, the very lowest of populism, we've just abandoned fact, is really... A mesmerizing topic for me.
2: It is indeed. Uh, My final thought also comes from the Army Times article that the obesity issue is particularly severe in the part of the country where more soldiers come from, the South. Oh, really? And if that ain't a cigarette butt in your moon pie, I don't know what is. (laughs) Hilarious. I was just
1: reading where because of the hurricane, they had to close 18 Waffle Houses. How would you tell if a Waffle House was closed? Not as many fights in the parking lot. Or had been hit by a hurricane. How would you even know? Armstrong and Getty
2: wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. You know, I have a punchline, but it's very harsh.
1: A cigarette in your moon pie.
2: That's funny. (laughs) So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Our complete interview with the journalist from the Washington Post. Well worth a listen about the, uh, the disappearance of Mr. Khashoggi. The ninth highest lotto prize, you say.
1: (laughs) See you tomorrow. God bless America.
0: Indeed.
3: This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence.
2: I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad.
0: The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
2: Thank you, and good night.
0: And the show's over.
2: What? Bye-bye. Your line is orgasm sound of your choice. What, what? Hey, that's oh, that, a really good one. That was a double. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.